0: What up y'all It's your boy Jesus directly from the Gulf Coast. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. You will be here the crashing of waves throughout the podcast. Hopefully it's not annoying, but more of a soothing sound in this podcast. And just talk a little bit more about 9-11 touch a little bit on the whole pentagon aspect of it remember to follow the podcast just got noticed that it is now on iHeartRadio. radio so if you are on iHeartRadio radio and listening to it welcome please follow the podcast and let us continue this journey together in search of the truth all right y'all enjoy the episode What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Jesus, with yet another podcast, 9-11 special, leading up to the 19th anniversary of 9-11. As I have continuously said, a day that, with each and every passing year, just keeps getting forgotten even though a lot of people say, never forget. 9 11, never forget. It just seems to slowly be getting erased and slowly being changed. And history books will be written and the official narrative will stay. So it's important to keep it alive 19 years later keep it in the psyche in the minds as this was a day that changed our world as we know it through the Patriot Act through never ending wars in the Middle East and just an overall erosion of our liberties a lot of stuff that we don't even flinch about anymore that we would have probably flinched a few years back but over time people get used to it and things get changed I should have disclosed but I'm over here on the beach on the Gulf Coast in Florida I had a beer or two Haven't really made a drunk podcast in a long time. Went back and listened to some of the older stuff and... (laughs) Some silly stuff to say the least. Although I am having some adult beverages, I am at peace. Hope the waves don't bother everyone. But instead are more of a soothing sound. Uh, the last two episodes that I did about uh, 9-11 were, had one, well, had a couple based on James Corbett's videos, had one called 9-11 Whistleblowers, which was 10 minutes of footage uh, from the video 9-11 Whistleblowers, and it was about to... C- Uh, commissioners from the 9-11 Commission report who have been speaking about how underfunded the whole Commission was and how skewed it was so I played the entire video on that and that was podcast number 11 if you are interested in listening to it again And then in podcast number 12, I'm sorry, that was number 12, and in podcast number 13, which was the one before this one, I played audio footage from James Corbett's video called A Conspiracy Theory, which is a five-minute video, which pretty much sums up the whole 9-11 narrative. And he goes through the official narrative and everything in five minutes, and pretty much... It's a sarcastic video, just showing you how ridiculous the official narrative is, and if, you, you know, if that's something you still want to keep believing in, then by all means. But once you dig into it a little further, you'll see that it's pretty fucking ridiculous. It's just as ridiculous as believing that Harvey Lee Oswald was the lone killer. or James Earl Ray was the MLK's assassin. Pretty much all the garbage stories out there. Same thing goes with 9-11. There's so many angles you can talk about it. You can talk about the whistleblowers. You can talk about following the money. The trillions involved in that. There's a video and I'll play it for you right now.
1: Pentagon, the day before nine one one, Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld declared war. Not on forest. The adversary is closer to home. It's the Pentagon bureaucracy. He said money wasted by the military poses a serious threat. In fact, it could be said that it's a matter of life and death. Rumsfeld promised change, but the next day, the world changed. And in the rush to fund the war on terrorism, the war on waste seems to have been forgotten. My 03 budget calls for more than $48 billion in new defense spending. More money for the Pentagon when its own auditors admit the military cannot account for 25% of what it already spends. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in transactions. $2.3 trillion, with a T. That's $8,000 for every man, woman, and child in America. To understand how the Pentagon can lose track of trillions, consider the case of one military accountant. Who tried to find out what happened to a mere $300 million. We know it's gone, but we don't know what they spent it on. Jim Minery, a former Marine turned whistleblower, is risking his job by speaking out for the first time about the millions he noticed were missing from one defense agency's balance sheets. Minnery tried to follow the money trail, even crisscrossing the country looking for records. The director looked at me and he says, why do you care about this stuff? <laughs> it took me aback, you know, my supervisor asked me why I care about doing a good job, so... He was reassigned, and says officials then covered up the problem by just writing it off. they got to cover it up. That's where the corruption comes in. They've got to cover up the fact that they can't do the job. The Pentagon's Inspector General partially substantiated several of Minnery's allegations, but could not prove officials tried to manipulate the financial statements. Twenty years ago, Pentagon employee Franklin C. Spinney made headlines exposing what he calls the accounting games. He's still there, and although he does not speak for the Pentagon, he believes the problem has gotten worse. Those numbers are pie in the sky. The books are cooked routinely year after year after year. Retired Vice Admiral Jack Shanahan commanded the Navy's Second Fleet the first time Donald Rumsfeld served as Defense Secretary. With good financial oversight we could find the $48 billion in lose change in that building without having to hit the taxpayers. In the two and a half minutes since this report began, the Pentagon has spent nearly $2 million and it may never know where 25% of those tax dollars went. In Los Angeles, I'm Vince Gonzalez for Eye on America.
0: That video was live streamed on C-SPAN on September 10th, 2001. (laughs) And guess what happened on September 11th? One of these alleged planes crashed into the Pentagon building and pretty much destroyed the accounting department how convenient and because it hit the accounting department the story was conveniently lost no one ever had to talk about it again how dare you bring up those trillions missing during 9-11 how dare you you conspiracy theorist if you even question it, you're, you're a looney tune. It's all by design. As I have said in previous podcasts, a lot of these conspiracies, especially the big ones, the huge ones, you, you can start to see many patterns. Some of the patterns you'll see are war games, simulations going on during these things. You'll also have camera fails You know, certain cameras not working At this specific moment in time You see these things happen all the time With, you know, in 9-11 Let's stick with the Pentagon Story For the next little bit But The Pentagon In 2001 was arguably one of the most heavily secure buildings in the entire planet let alone the U.S. We're talking about worldwide. Cameras everywhere. Every square inch. And yet the only images we have from the Pentagon Um, quote unquote plane crashing is our two stills from uh, some of the closed circuit television cameras that caught the thing why didn't they release the entire moving footage but instead we get a couple of stills if you look at the stills that we get it's hard to distinguish what the fuck happened to me it almost looks like a a missile I mean it could be a drone but it's hard to tell what it is it certainly doesn't look like a fucking jet airplane that hit and so let's You know that's one of the 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 points that One of the patterns that you see In these conspiracies Failed cameras and all this shit All these cameras there And the only images released Are two video stills I'm not talking about Footage They The Pentagon caught the whole thing On tape They've got cameras everywhere But the only thing they release Are two fucking stills In which you can't tell without beyond any reasonable doubt what the fuck it is there is also footage of the first news cruise to get to the Pentagon site and it's getting harder and harder it used to be where if you entered it on YouTube um, you could find it right away And with everything being scrubbed out and all this censorship going on, it's just getting harder and harder. Then when you enter 9-11, the first first several choices that pop up are always um, mainstream clips. But this clip, if I'm not mistaken, I think came from Fox.
1: From my close-up inspection, uh, there's no evidence of a plane having crashed anywhere near the Pentagon. The only site uh, is the actual... Uh, side of the building that's crashed in. And as I said, the only pieces left uh, that you can see are, are small enough that you could pick up in your hand. Uh, there are no large uh, tail sections, wing sections, a uh, fuselage, nothing like that anywhere around which would indicate that the entire plane crashed into the side of the Pentagon uh, and then caused the side to collapse. Now, even though if you look at the pictures of the you see uh, that the floors have all collapsed.
0: That didn't happen immediately. Uh, it wasn't until almost about 45 minutes later uh, that the structure was weakened enough all that all of the floors collapsed. <laughs> and, then, and later on, you know, about an hour, hour and a half later, um, th- there's now news reporters and there's bits and pieces of plane on the ground and that's the images you see later on but if you were to look for and thoroughly look for the first uh, you know first video evidence of, of the crash as soon as it happened I'm not talking about 40 minutes later an hour and a half later as soon as it happened you'll see that there's no airplane wreckage here's another interesting fact when the 9-11 Commission was doing its report. They called, initially it was called the uh, Pent Bomb. So the Pentagon bombing. Not the Pentagon airplane crash. The pent, pent Bomb. Look it up. Pent Bomb. Where they're talking about the report. And then in the end they conclude that it was an airplane. But that's what they initially titled it so much bullshit and one of the things that a lot of people have a hard time wrapping their minds around is well what happened to the passengers of that plane? I don't know I have no evidence for any of that I don't know but as I discussed last week via Operation Northwoods if the government is willing to deliberately kill and harm its citizens with just the signature and authorization of the president what the fuck makes you think they wouldn't be down with murdering citizens on these planes to get this whole entire shenanigan going and started you need to ask yourself critical thinking and it's hard for a lot of people to swallow I know and so we you can follow as I already stated you can follow 9-11 on just the hijackers and how they were tied with the drug-running business and the CIA you can go through the Pentagon incident alone you can talk about flight 93 crashing into the middle of fucking nowhere Digging a hole in the ground and no airplane sight and everyone's cool with that. Oh, yeah, this happens all the time planes just disappear You can tackle the Trillions lost you can talk you can tackle the war games going on There are so many fucking rabbit holes you can go down to when it comes to 9-11 It's not just one fucking thing and Yet a lot of people We'll still swallow the official narratives whole. It's crazy, man. Nine Eleven 11 to me. It still feels like it happened yesterday. It saddens me. I'm to keep talking about it. This is why I'm here at the damn beach on Labor Day, talking about it. Keep it alive because it all goes back and it all relates to it all, you know, the whole government agenda and its control over its citizens shit that's been going on for centuries you could even argue millennia and what are we going to do about it is always a question okay yeah the CIA runs drugs the government is willing to harm its citizens and kill its citizens all these nefarious activities yeah we know that But what are we going to do about it? Well, it's it's an uphill battle. I will be honest. But unless we continue to keep talking about it. Continue to, quote unquote, wake people up to all this fucking garbage. All this fucking nonsense. If we get many more of us awake, it's going to be harder for the government to fucking control us all, it's gonna be a harder task, all this left right bullshit, it's pretty disheartening, you know, as I said, I'm, I'm a socially lefty leaning type of dude, but I don't subscribe to everything on the fucking left, there's a lot of lunacy on the far left, I have many friends that are right-wingers. And even though we may disagree on a few things here and there, we can also find many things where we come to agreement. I was looking at some of the analytics to the podcast and I was pleasantly surprised that some of the listeners are from Europe. Quite a few from Ireland and England so, if you're a listener from out there, what up, y'all? Much love. A brown man from the U.S. of A in Florida sends his well wishes to y'all in England in a pub. <laughs> I, it, it was pretty, pretty shocking. Appreciate that. But if you know if you're you're listening, the audience is slowly growing on the podcast. It's a small podcast still, but it's slowly growing. If you're a first time listener to this podcast, you may be wondering why 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 Jesus, man? I believe in the good Lord. I believe in Jesus. You're you're being you're being blasphemous. Ah well. Uh, I originally made a. I'm an atheist. I'm, full disclosure, I am an atheist. I believe government and religion are very similar in many regards in that both religion and government will feed their masses bullshit, lies, and propaganda in order to obtain power and control over their masses, over their quote-unquote sheeple. And they've been doing it for centuries, for millennia. So I don't, I don't, I think religion is all bullshit. I think government is all bullshit. Unfortunately, many of these so called quote unquote enlightened liberal atheists that call themselves skeptics will buy official narratives up the ass and they will be dogmatic. Many of them, not all of them. Many of them. On the flip side, many of these devout religious folks, hardcore Christian conservatives, if you will, a lot of them will be skeptical about the government narratives, but will gladly accept religious dogma and eat it all up. And so, I don't want an echo chamber right here. You may disagree with a few things here and there that I say, but if you seem to agree with most of what I'm saying, then I would, I welcome you to follow the podcast, follow me on YouTube, leave a comment. You, I'll leave a link to the comments so you can leave me a voicemail, message. messages uh, on show ideas, or you could tell me what you like or dislike about the podcast and I'll take it to heart to listen I don't want to alienate people and as I have said I will try on the podcast I can't promise that on the YouTube videos too much because I do make a lot of Jesus comedy videos but on the podcast at least I will try to keep the religious bashing to a minimum if I do decide to do a show on religious based conspiracies I will give you a heads up in order to respect people from all points I don't want to alienate anyone so if you are a devout religious person I'm not trying to alienate you you are more than welcome to engage and hopefully we can establish a community together whether you're here in the States or abroad across the pond as they say I've even had some listeners from Asia which is awesome welcome everyone I don't discriminate against any race, color, or creed there are good folks in every category and there are fucking motherfucking bitch ass assholes in every category and as the great Martin Luther King said we should judge people solely by the content of their character and not by the color of the skin, and so I welcome everyone, especially if you're this is the first time podcast or if you've only listened to a couple. Back to nine eleven, I'm sorry. If you you've been following a few podcasts, you see I, I ramble. I can I can talk off many an ear try to stay on topic, but sometimes I I wander off. Um, Back to the whole 9-11 deal. It's, It's important that we keep it alive. Keep it going. I've been doing a little research on Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor happened way back in the 1940s. And no one ever talks about the anniversary. No one gives a shit. And anytime i hear about pearl harbor i can't stop but make the correlations to 9-11 donald rumsfeld in a memo where they were outlining the patriot act uh, donald rumsfeld said that in order for us to pass these draconian measures aka the patriot act we need a new Pearl Harbor. <laughs> uh, I'm giving you straight up facts, y'all. If you guys were liberal atheists, which is what I consider myself, and you you believe official narratives, maybe some of some of these other listeners that already know this stuff, it, it might sound redundant. But for people that didn't know this, look this up. This is what's gonna make this. Podcast a little bit more unique is that I try to hit the truth from all sides. If right wingers have the truth on a certain thing, that's where, and if I feel that's what it is, then that's where I'm gonna be at. If it's the left, then that's where I'm gonna be at. We shouldn't be scared to follow the truth or the evidence wherever it may lead us that's been one of the most disheartening things in this path for truth is how people become ideologically driven you look at coronavirus with the masks and anti-maskers I personally as I have said already I don't I, I think COVID is real. I just think the reaction that governments around the world are taking are straight up overreactions. And that has been the biggest thing. And so I find I have found myself agreeing mostly with right-wingers on this issue. And then when it comes to Trump's involvement with Jeff Epstein, I find myself being at odds with many right wingers that say, no no no. Trump is a hero. Trump 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 is going after the pedophiles, all this nonsense. And so I hope through this these podcasts and whatnot we get to know each other <laughs> You can start seeing my angle And I try to be forthright and honest about it all Not trying to hide no goddamn agenda My stance in the states as far as politics is that both parties are fucking bullshit Fuck Biden, fuck Trump Corrupt ass motherfuckers Sleaze bags, two creepy old Dementia filled bastards running and that in a country of more than 300 million. This is all we got to choose from it's a fucking joke So there's my politics. I am not no pro-biden pro-trump. Fuck them both man It's all fucking party down the road. I will do a podcast on the southern strategy The southern strategy is basically how the two parties in the United States practically switched ideologies. The Democrats used to be the conservatives, the Republicans were the liberals, and the parties essentially switched ideologies in the 60s. And to me, that is proof for someone that requires proof, evidence, to believe in shit, that is my proof. That both parties are fucking nonsense. It's all a fucking game and you and I are nothing but pawns. Well well that's not true. That that's that's a liberal myth that the party switched ideologies. Let me give you some fucking evidence. The Confederate flag. The Democrats prior to the nineteen sixties were mostly in the South, the Southern conservative Democrats. The Confederate soldiers were all Confederates. In the 1950s, Richard Nixon, in an effort to win the Southern white vote, started the Southern strategy. And in about... It took 10 years. It was not overnight. But in about 10 years, from... The South went from the 1950s voting primarily Southern uh, They were Democrat By the late 60s The South was voting Republican There's the proof is so fuck It's right there And today in 2020 the, The only ones defending Confederate flags Are Republicans So a lot of times, a lot of these Republicans that tell me that that's all bullshit, that's a myth. I go, well, how come Republicans defend Confederate flags and Democrats want to take them down? They have no answer for that. It's plain as day. Now, why do I say that? Am I saying the Democrats are better than the Republicans? Absolutely not. What I am trying to say, so people don't misconstrue my shit, is that both parties are fucking nonsense. They switched ideologies. They play with you, you, I, and me's fucking feelings about shit. And they use stupid, fucking, piddly shit like immigration, abortion, fucking transgender bathrooms and shit. They use that those I- issues as wedge issues to keep us pitted against each other. It's the old divide and conquer strategy where we're fighting amongst each other and that allows government to keep closer tabs on it, on us but I'll go back I'll go further in detail in the future about the southern strategy because I see so many so much ignorance regarding the southern strategy I'll see a lot of republicans always say well the, the democrats started the KKK <laughs> and then I'll usually comment. Yeah, that's right. That's half truth. But weren't the Democrats back then conservatives? And the next thing I get is crickets. Crickets, crickets, and more motherfucking crickets. <laughs> oh shit. Again, I hope this this little following that we're getting is a well-educated following. I am no Genius. I am no Brett Weinstein or any of that shit. Sam Harris. I'm just a regular motherfucking Joe trying to spread truth. But I try to use my critical thinking skills even though I'm a little bit street. I'm a little thug. Just a tiny bit, not much. I'm really a warm teddy bear. But I try to use my brains and think for myself. I don't let mainstream propaganda or alternative news propaganda shape my ways or thoughts so as we have these discussions i ain't trying to tell you how to think i encourage everyone to think for themselves gather the data gather the information and as soon as you have it try to put your biases to the side and make the best most informed decision that you can alright y'all little ramble sesh leave a comment on the YouTube I'll also post a link to where you can leave me a voice comment to this podcast it does require an email and uh, I think it asks permissions from your microphone so if you're worried about big brother and all that nonsense which i don't blame you feel free to use a fake ass email talk me a little shit man i welcome it when i had my youtube jesus channel i uh, we had a couple hundred subscribers doesn't sound like a lot but to get that much in one year, we had a good following, called everyone a disciple, had great engagement. I would live stream and the chat in the live stream was popping. Fucking awesome community. A lot of these people were probably hardcore atheists though and would probably shun me for my conspiracy talk. So this is a new community that we're doing. I make, this is how much money I make, zero, <laughs> this is mostly for fun, man, I'm enjoying it, it's mostly for fun, and at the same time, I feel like doing some duty by waking people up, perking people's attention spans, if you will, to question official narratives anytime you hear shit, official narratives you don't quickly fucking buy into it hook line and sinker if shit doesn't add up if there are questions be if you have questions just analyze it don't if you if your gut feeling is telling you hey wait a minute that doesn't make sense Be a fucking skeptic. Keep digging into it. And then if you find a reasonable answer, then there you go. But if shit isn't adding up, keep digging into it. Be a fucking true skeptic. Don't be a sheep. Let's all wake up together. Let's create this community. All right, y'all. I'll make another podcast here in a few days, maybe cover, cover a little bit of another angle. I didn't touch too much on the Pentagon building, just touched up on it. Uh, my boy James Corbett has some serious, some serious and awesome videos on the subject. Check his videos out, 9-11 War Games, 9-11 Trillions, which... As of this recording, you can still find it on YouTube. If not, I'm sure you can find it on BitChute. Alright y'all, until next time, stay safe. And remember, Jesus loves y'all.